0: Hello and welcome to How To Save Your Planet podcast. I'm Dr Tara Shine and in this series, I'm suggesting how each one of us can play our part in reducing the impact we have on our planet and improve our own lives in the process. To show how everyday habits have an environmental impact, I use examples taken from my book, How To Save Your Planet One Object At A Time. In this episode, we're in your bathroom and I'll have something to say about liquid soap, toothbrushes and toothpaste, wet wipes, disposable razors, cosmetics and toilet paper before turning to discuss sanitary products. Come with me. Mmm, someone's washing their hands. Ah, I see they're using liquid soap. Did you know that washing with liquid soap is estimated to use over six times more soap than using a bar? Liquid soap seems to have taken over from the bar variety as most popular, even though it's more expensive and lasts considerably less time. What's more, few people are content with a single squirt, so a huge amount of soap is simply washed down the sink. There's something else. The chemicals present in many mass-produced liquid soaps are of questionable benefit to our health or to that of the creatures that live in the waterways and oceans where these chemicals ultimately end up. So my advice would be to revert to bar soap and to buy it unwrapped or wrapped only in paper. And do opt for a soap without palm oil. Look for olive oil or other vegetable oil instead, fragranced with lavender or natural essential oils. Natural soaps like this are kind to your skin and to the environment. And now it's possible to buy face wash, shampoo, conditioner and even body lotion in bar form. To avoid waste, use every last bit, recycle the ends of bars of soap into a new bar. And if you simply can't bear the idea of giving up liquid soap, select a refillable pump container so that you can use it over and over. Let's look inside the bathroom cabinet. Hmm, toothbrushes and toothpaste. Nowadays, toothbrushes are overwhelmingly made of plastic and because they're made of different types of plastic, they're not recyclable. Neither is toothpaste which is typically packaged in a plastic tube. As for electric toothbrushes, well they need to be recycled as electronic waste, just as you would an old toaster. Here are a few tips to minimise problems when brushing your teeth. A tap running for two minutes accounts for about 12 litres of water down the drain so remember to turn it off when you're brushing before you buy your next tube of toothpaste, examine the ingredients and avoid formulas which include microbeads and triclosan. For a zero waste option, try a chewing stick and say goodbye to your plastic toothbrush. Try one made of bamboo, alternatively look for toothbrushes made from plant based plastics that can be industrially composted or a toothbrush made of recyclable plastic. And here's a pack of those ubiquitous wet wipes. Wet wipes contain synthetic or plastic fibres such as polyester and polypropylene to which cleansers, moisturisers, detergents and preservatives are added. Unlike toilet paper, they don't biodegrade when flushed down the toilet. When they get stuck, they create a blockage. If they do make it into rivers or the ocean, they cause even more problems. They can be ingested whole by wildlife or break down into smaller pieces of plastic that eventually make their way into the food chain. What can you do about this? Well, wherever possible, use an alternative. For example, the perfect substitute for makeup wipes is an old fashioned face cloth and a bar of soap. Much kinder to your skin, longer lasting, and cheaper. I'm still rooting around in this bathroom cabinet. Aha! Disposable razors. Some intended for a male face, some for female legs or underarms. Disposable razors are made from a mix of materials, including plastic, rubber and metal, as well as the various additives used in the lubricating strips. Such mixed materials makes recycling very difficult, and they're not accepted in household recycling bins. Add to that their packaging and the waste soon mounts up. Razors with plastic and metal shafts and replaceable blades produce less waste than disposable razors, but the heads aren't recyclable and tend to be overpackaged. Although you can't recycle disposable razors and blades in your household rubbish, there are specialist recycling services for any brand. Look online. The thing to do is get a razor for life. Then all you have to do is change the blades, not the whole head. They are more expensive to buy initially, but way less expensive over their lifetime. Now for the other side of the bathroom cabinet. And here are the cosmetics the cosmetic industry is a major contributor to waste more than 120 billion units of packaging are produced every year by the global cosmetics industry and most of that is not recyclable but on top of this consumers also waste the actual cosmetics how good are you at buying only what you need and using it up before you start a new product You may not know much about parabens. They're added to makeup as a preservative to prolong shelf life, but they're thought to interfere with reproductive hormones. In 2015, the EU banned five parabens from cosmetics. Another group of chemicals called phthalates, also thought to be damaging to our health, are used to make nail varnish, gel nails, hairspray and some perfumes. Here are a few tips, some of them obvious, but all designed to improve sustainability. For example, finish your makeup before you buy more. Empty containers should be cleaned and recycled where possible. Over 56% of people in the UK don't yet recycle bathroom products, so there is room for improvement. Waste less by resisting multi-packs and buy-one-get-one-free offers unless you're sure you will use the products. Use brands with a reputation for making natural products. For example, choose water-based, solvent-free nail varnish with natural pigments and oil. As for false nails, well, for the benefit of the planet, try going without these colourful plastic accessories. And here's a revolutionary thought. Go without makeup altogether or have some makeup free days. Let your skin breathe. Perhaps the products most used in bathrooms are toilet paper and tissues. Believe it or not, research shows that we use on average 57 sheets of toilet paper every day. In a landfill, tissues and toilet paper decompose to release methane, a powerful greenhouse gas, and they contribute to litter, although they do ultimately break down. The packaging, though, is another factor. Toilet rolls are mostly sold wrapped in soft plastic film that can't be recycled, and tissues come in cardboard boxes or in individually plastic-wrapped packs. Here's a few suggestions to minimise environmental damage. When you have a cold say goodbye to that mountain of dirty tissues and protect your poor nose with a soft cotton hanky. I've spoken about the Forest Stewardship Council, the FSC, before. They run a scheme which certifies environmentally friendly paper. Choose toilet paper and tissues from FSC certified, unbleached and ideally recycled paper. Seek out bamboo toilet paper. It grows more quickly than trees and is a sustainable option. Now I want to end this episode with a serious word about sanitary products. It's hard for any modern woman to imagine a life without them. Being able to work and attend school while menstruating has been revolutionary for millions around the world. Most sanitary products are disposable, but discarded sanitary towels, tampons and panty liners create a lot of waste. Flushed down the toilet, they block sewers and pollute rivers and the ocean. Here's a little down-to-earth advice. I have three suggestions. 1. Try non-disposable sanitary products. You can buy reusable, washable sanitary towels that come in a range of colours and designs. 2. If you don't know about silicone menstrual cups, seek out some information. A cup which can last for up to 10 years when cared for properly costs no more than £25 as compared to £900 for a 10-year supply of tampons. And 3. Try washable and reusable period underwear. That's all we have time for today. Thanks for listening. For more information and many more tips on how to tackle the causes of climate change and protect our biodiversity, do get a copy of my book, How to Save Your Planet, One Object at a Time, printed with vegetable dyes on sustainably sourced paper. It's available from all good bookshops. Do join me next time for episode five, when I'll wander outside into your garden and garage. I'm Dr Tara Shine. How to Save Your Planet is a West End Media production for Simon & Schuster.